0: This is the KRMG In-Depth Podcast. I'm Russell Mills. Appreciate you listening today. We've been tracking the flu numbers across the state of Oklahoma. Health officials are worried that a bad flu season could create major problems for our healthcare system, which is already pretty heavily strained by the pandemic. The COVID-19 numbers have been going the wrong direction, but at least we haven't had a major outbreak of the flu. I spoke recently with Dr. Sandra Morris of MedExpress. Conversation was recorded on October 23rd of 2020 and is presented here in its entirety. Thanks again for listening to the KRMG In-Depth Podcast. We are on with uh, Dr. Sandra Morris uh, and you are with, I believe, uh, MedExpress, correct? That is correct, thank you. All righty, and we're going to talk about the flu and we're talking about the flu but in the context of you know the larger overarching issue these days which of course is COVID-19 I've been uh, digging into some numbers and right now Oklahoma's in pretty good shape for the flu and I have my suspicions as to why but we haven't really hit the peak of the flu season yet and that is definitely a concern because our hospitals are already kind of full. So talk to us a little bit, if you would, doctor, about, you know, flu vaccinations. Are people, you think, more likely to go out and get them this year, less likely? Can you talk at all about the volume or what you're seeing out there?
1: Um, We are starting to see people trickling in for their flu shots, and um, that's encouraging. Um, The sooner the better. Um, We really, really need to uh, try to prevent as much influenza as we can this season because, as you said, the hospitals are already um, struggling to deal with the volume of COVID patients, and if we add influenza patients on top of that, we will really strain the system.
0: And influenza can be very serious, and I would suspect that much like COVID, it's more dangerous for people with underlying health conditions or folks with uh, compromised immune systems, and that would include our, our older population because your immune system just basically doesn't do as well as you get older. True? True.
1: That's true. And the other thing about older folks is they tend to have those underlying conditions, um, cardiovascular disease, pulmonary disease, and both of those things are extremely um, risky for uh, patients with either COVID or influenza.
0: And I I can't even imagine the nightmare, but is it possible that somebody could actually end up contracting both of those viruses simultaneously? Or do we even know that yet?
1: Well, we haven't seen it yet, but there's no reason to believe that it won't happen or it couldn't happen. And so that is one of our big concerns.
0: What kind of strains are we seeing out there this year? I know that they always, they have to create the vaccine ahead of time, so they kind of guess. Not really guess, but they yeah. make a scientific estimate based on what they think is going to happen. Viruses don't always that- um, cooperate with that.
1: Yeah, that is correct. We um, get a vaccine each year that is um, protective for several different strains. There's uh, always a B component as well as an A component and an H1N1 component. There are trivalent, meaning covering three different strain vaccines, and there are quadrivalent, meaning covering four different strain vaccines. And um, the CDC bases that on predictions related to what's been uh, circulating most recently. So the hope is that the vaccine hits the mark and is very protective.
0: I I got my flu shot a couple weeks ago, and I think it was a quadrivalent. Is that kind of what they're focusing on this year?
1: Well, I I certainly would recommend that people uh, protect themselves from as many strains as possible. So if uh, you have access to a quadrivalent versus a trivalent, I certainly would uh, choose that one.
0: Now, what if somebody had tested positive for COVID-19? Maybe they're asymptomatic, not really feeling it. Should they be going out and getting a flu shot or, or maybe wait a little bit?
1: We we would like them to wait until they're out of their quarantine period before they uh, come to get their vaccine. It's not that you can't have a flu vaccine while you're ill with COVID. We just would prefer that folks who are ill are quarantining and keeping that bug to themselves until they are recovered.
0: So in other words, it's about the safety of well other people who might be at the location where they're getting their shot, including the the healthcare staff that's there you know, trying to keep people healthy. Well, that makes sense. So is, is, is it, it's kind of, I mean, the flu season's sort of underway, but as I mentioned earlier, we really haven't hit the peak, which when I look at the numbers, at least here in Oklahoma, seems like December and January are the worst months for the flu is, and you told me you're up in Minnesota. Is that Mm -hmm. kind of the same situation up there? Uh, So this would be a good time to go do it is what I'm kind of driving at.
1: Correct. It takes about two weeks from the time you're vaccinated to develop your full immunity. And so you want to do it as early as possible. There is influenza in the community. We have seen positive flu tests. It's not as prevalent or peaked by any means as it will be in, as you said, December and January, but it's out there. And so we're all at risk.
0: Um, how would I know if I started developing symptoms, which I had COVID or flu, or is it easy to tell the difference? Uh, and without running a test, can a doctor tell?
1: You you cannot tell without running a test. It is um, uh, there, I, there is a great deal of overlap between the symptoms: um, fever, chills, body aches, headache, sore throat, cough are common to both viruses uh so without a test you aren't going to know and that's why we um are offering tests for both
0: at Medic Med
1: that's correct
0: okay so and we'll we'll talk we'll return to that in a second but i i think it's important that people understand that we're talking about two really different types of viruses here right So if you've had the flu, that's no protection for COVID. If you've had COVID, that's no protection for flu. This is really an apples and oranges thing, and you need to cover all your bases. Is that fair?
1: That is correct. And the other major difference between the two is that we have medication for influenza, We can treat with antiviral medication if the diagnosis is made within roughly the first 48 hours of symptoms, and people can um, get that medicine and uh, start to feel better sooner.
0: I would imagine that MedExpress takes precautions, uh, doesn't just line people up to give them flu shots, that you're, you know, uh, enforcing social distancing, hygiene, stuff like that, masks, at your location, so if people do want to come in and get a flu shot, they need to take that into consideration?
1: That's true. We uh, are getting as much information from every patient that we register over the phone while the patient is still in their car, minimizing the amount of time that they're in our building. Everyone who enters a MedExpress will immediately be masked with a surgical mask, so even if they have their own cloth mask. We will trade that out for a surgical mask and bring them to a private room to give them their uh, flu shot or whatever service we're offering.
0: And does one need to call in advance and make an appointment at a MedExpress to come in and do that?
1: No. Uh, if you uh, drive up to a Med Express and call the number that's posted on the outside of the building and tell them you want a flu shot, they will put you on the schedule in uh, the order that you arrive.
0: Okay, so you can, it's a first come, first serve, but you can generally get it done that day.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure that day. Uh, sometimes there are some weights related to the number of patients we're seeing who are being tested for COVID, um, but uh, definitely within the same day.
0: Okay, and and I said we'd circle back to this. You mentioned that you can get the COVID test. Uh, Is that an antigen or a PCR test that that MedExpress gives?
1: We actually offer both. We have an antigen test, which uh, takes 15 minutes, and uh, we send out PCR tests for uh, confirmation or for persons whose situation makes the rapid test not an appropriate choice.
0: Okay, so do I make that call as to which one I'd prefer to have, or is that up to the, the uh, uh, doctor or, or nurse, or how, how does that work?
1: Well, it's a, definitely a mutual decision. You would express uh, your feelings, and the provider, be that a nurse practitioner, a PA, or a physician, would discuss that with you and arrive at an agreement upon what test is uh, best suited to your needs.
0: Now, can you run a multi-panel test? In other words, only have to to jab my skull uh, with that stick once to get both uh, COVID and a flu (laughs) test? Unfortunately,
1: no. Uh, We do have to have separate swabs for influenza and COVID, but um, they're not all nasopharyngeal swabs, which is what you're referring to, the one that goes way back in the back of your nose. And stings. uh, (laughs) Yes. Some of our test kits are uh, just uh, a small swab in the front of the nose.
0: Okay. Well, I I would go for the small swab in the front of the nose. Is that the now is there a, a a difference in how you conduct the the PCR and the antigen test or is it still the the swab?
1: It's still a swab.
0: Okay. And but they've got one where they don't have to go quite as far up into my brain. Right. <laughs> because my brain cannot suffer much more damage, I don't think, without me losing the ability to function. All right. Well, yeah you know uh it's it's nice to be lighthearted but this is serious stuff we really really do need to keep the flu under control this year and i think it's fair to say that many of the practices that we are urged to um to adopt that will prevent the spread of covid will also prevent the spread of flu true
1: that is correct. Hand washing, mask wearing, social distancing, cleaning of surfaces frequently with a bleach type um, disinfectant are all things that are going to decrease our risk of acquiring any virus, flu, COVID, and the common cold.
0: All righty. There are several MedExpress locations around the Tulsa metropolitan area. Um, it sounds like you could get in, they're not getting overwhelmed at this point. Um, so the website, I'm sure, uh, if you'd like to give us the website or a phone number or a way that people could find one of those places.
1: I, I would say just uh, Google uh, MedExpress.com, and you should be able to find the website that way.
0: Yeah, and your your web browser is usually pretty smart about figuring out where you are and finding the closest one. That is one. So correct. There yep. you go. Yep. All right. Well, doctor, um, I appreciate your time very much. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up?
1: I, I don't believe so. Just um, everybody um, stay strong and, and keep doing what needs to be done, and we will get through this. And thank you so much for the time.
0: Nope. I appreciate your expertise. Dr. Sandra Morris with MedExpress, uh, appreciate it, and stay safe up there.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: righty. bye right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to KRMG In-Depth, the podcast. I'm always looking for stories about the people, places, and politics of Oklahoma. I'm easy to find on Facebook, or you can always email me and the entire KRMG News team. The email address is news at krmg.com. I'm Russell Mills. Thanks for the listen.
1: Spring, is that you?